1: That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy.
0: You are listening to a special edition iFanboy podcast on Wonder Woman, the animated feature. iFanboy podcast we're talking about Wonder Woman the animated feature my name is Connor Kilpatrick and sitting in with me are iFanboy staff writers Paul Montgomery hello and Sonia Harris hello we are talking about Wonder Woman the animated movie that just came out a couple of weeks ago it's the fourth film I believe in the, in the line of DC animated features that they're doing under Bruce Timm's production company and the first one was Superman Doomsday, then it was Justice League New Frontier, then it was Batman Gotham Knight, and now we have Wonder Woman. We did shows on all those. If you haven't heard them and you want to hear about what well, we thought about those movies, you can go back. You can find those in the feed or on ifanboy.com. This was interesting because originally this line of films was announced and it was going to be a line of movies that were going to be adapting stories from the comics, famous stories. So the first one was Superman Doomsday, which was the death of Superman story, and then it was New Frontier, which was the Darwin Cook book. And then after that, they went off script a little bit and did an anthology bunch of Batman stories in conjunction with the Batman movie and then this one is also off script it's sort of a random Wonder Woman origin movie which isn't as far as I know not directly adapting any one set of stories does anybody know any differently is there any one Wonder Woman arc that this is adapting
2: I don't know I don't read Wonder Woman regularly so no it was all new to me
0: it's kind of general I mean it sort of encapsulates a bunch of the different origins so I think this is just a general movie and then the next one is Green Lantern First Flight which is also a general origin movies so I'm not sure what happened to the whole we're going to adapt comic book storyline mandate for this line of films but I guess
3: that went out the window I guess they're trying to make it more accessible to new audiences I guess and just going with a character and, and saying this is their origin story
0: sure and I, don't, I don't think it's a problem I just sort of saddened because I was really looking forward to Seeing some cla- I mean, the third film was supposed to be Teen Titans' A Judas Contract, which I was right. so excited for because it was you know, the story where Robin becomes Nightwing and, and Deathstroke attacks the team with Terra, and it was such a good classic Teen Titans story that I never thought I'd see the light of day in any sort of form other than the comic page, but whatever. What are you going to do? I think the rumor is that the next film after Green Lantern is back to an adaption, but uh, we'll see when they actually make it. I'm not, I don't trust it until the actual production starts, but we'll see. So, this one we basically have a Wonder Woman a- animated origin where. Steve Trevor crashes on the island, discovers the Amazons, and Princess Diana goes out into the world to fight Ares, who has broken free of his capture from the Amazons and is trying to not take over the Earth, but subjugate the Amazons and feed off of the fear and the bad feelings in the world. That's basically (laughs) the plot.
2: Yeah, and before that, he rapes her mom and he's why they all go into seclusion, which I'd not heard before. Yeah, that's that's an old... Yeah.
0: That one's been around for a while.
2: But they don't usually sort of talk about rape in comics that much, so I thought that was interesting, that that was the main crux of it, was that he had cursed her with a child, as she put it, with his spawn, who she then murdered. It was all very violent, very well, that was, that unexpectedly.
0: Was, maybe the first thing we talk about is fact that it is very... Uh, adult sounds wrong, but it's very mature. Mm. I'd say adult.
2: Yeah, I I think it. it I was surprised at how adult it was. The content.
0: It's PG thirteen. It's very violent. It's very uh, kind of bloodlessly violent. There's a lot of there's blood and people bleed, but there's like a lot of beheadings that are seen in in
3: silhouette. Silhouette.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah, and tons of people being stabbed in the. Back or, or you're behind them when they're getting stabbed in the stomach. Or, you never see the blood, but there's a lot of death.
0: Yeah, I, I f- kind especially of the beginning, would've... the first eight minutes of the film, is just a big brawl between the Amazons and Ares and his troops, and it's just slashing and stabbings and cuttings all over the place for eight minutes.
3: Yeah. And beyond that, I mean, there, it's, there's some racy humor to it. There's, you know, mm-hmm. the, they try to outdrink each other, so... It's it's more adult fare than...
0: And there's Steve Trevor watching the naked Amazons bathe. It was kind of like, whoa, hello. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just not what you're expecting out of an animated film, which is good. I enjoyed it in that sense. But it, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it almost seems like they're pushing the envelope further and further with each film that they make to see how far they can go. Which means the next one, the Green Lantern, is just going to be full-on porn. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> which is Hal Jordan, so it's appropriate.
2: But, you know, Greek mythology is full of those sort of stories, but it's just not the kind of thing you expect to see in a cartoon drawn by Bruce Timm or with that Bruce Tim look right. it, it, I wasn't quite sure about the fit between the decision of the content and the decision of the animation style
0: I don't know I think it's it didn't bother me I don't know if it, bo- I don't know if it means it bothered you or not but it's just it, it is jarring in the sense that you're not expecting it but at the same time it feels natural because it, again Superman Doomsday was bloody Justice League New Frontier was bloody you know, just, oh yeah they're getting yeah. to that point with these films where they're doing it for the adult fan and not for the kids
3: I think it's it's not that it's excessive violence by any means if you can even compare it to other things you know like anime and stuff like but it's it's just we're not used to seeing that with these licensed characters right mm-hmm. like you like they wouldn't usually let them do this with you know a superman or a wonder woman mm-hmm. so I think it's just we're it's just jarring because we're not accustomed to it with these characters not necessarily in animation in general, I think.
0: (laughs) So what did you guys think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What was your overall feeling
3: on it? I really enjoyed it. I thought this was, I mean, out of these recent DC uh, animation, like feature animations, I thought this was the best one so far. Um, I was really impressed with it.
2: Yeah, I thought it was great. I was very impressed and surprised at the quality of it. As I said, the only thing I found a bit strange was the bright perkiness of the animation style. And I'm not saying Bruce Timm shouldn't have been allowed to do it. I like the way, <clears throat> actually, I really like the way they all had different noses. I know that sounds stupid, <laughs> but you know, a lot of the time you just get women defined as different because they have different hair. And these were actually women who were different heights and different—not not massively different builds, but different heights and they had different nose shapes, different face shapes. It still was his style and his vision, but they had their own look. And Wonder Woman even had more of a sort of Greco-Roman nose, which okay. was funny. Yeah. But um, I just think if they just changed the lighting sometimes because they were in these scenes with dark skies, overcast clouds, and then they weren't, they themselves, the physical people were very bright looking and very pretty colors. And I would have liked to have seen it with like more of a caroscuro, sort of dark, overcast, harsh shadows that you'd get with a bright but bleak day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's like in the battle scene. Do you know what I mean? The the, the initial battle, if they'd use like a Mark Hempel type of a heavy black line just for those scenes.
0: More moody, more evocative. Yeah. You know.
2: Exactly. Yeah. But apart from that, I really enjoyed it. I was really surprised, and I I wasn't surprised at the violence, but I was <sighs> surprised at the adult content, the, the anger and the misery, the, the general sense of disappointment and the internal struggle that Hera had. That they all really struggled with their own warring ideas about how they felt about disassociating from the rest of the world, how they didn't want to be with men, but they liked men. You, know, it was, you could see that they were fighting with these ideas, Hippoly- all of them.
0: Hippolyta. Hera's the god that they-
2: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Later.
3: It's the it's the classical mythology. Like those themes are are coming through. It feels you know really classic. It doesn't feel like a, a watered down you know comic book take on on mythology. It it feels like you know true to those old stories. And
0: it's funny because I I like Wonder Woman a lot as a character, but I tend to like her more in the superhero context. Whereas when it gets into the mythology aspects of, I tend to get bored. Like that's why I never really can stick around with her solo books because it tends to really focus on that. Whereas when she's in jail the JLA or whatever else she's. Superhero Wonder Woman, which is what I like. Mm.
2: But, but her as an re-
0: individual rather than her historical roots. Right, do you mean? just her in the context of being already in man's world and, and fighting the good fight. Not so much going back and wailing about Greek gods and things. I usually get bored of that. But <laughs> I really liked the movie, and the movie was basically all about that. So it makes me wonder maybe just I haven't read any good ones, you know, mm. any good stories. I did really like it a lot, and it was really fun. I don't know if it's my favorite. It probably is close to. New Frontier, which is also still my favorite, but it was very, very good. I watched it twice actually after I got it because it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I yeah me too. For me, Steve Trevor, as portrayed by Nathan Fillion, <laughs> stole it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> every scene.
0: He's
2: he's so funny, and he had the best lines.
0: The thing is, like at first you thought maybe he's going to be kind of too obnoxious, but the thing about Nathan <laughs> Fillion is he's so charming, even in animation form. That like, even the cringy stuff is kind of funny and kind of cute. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know, just going to want to hang out with him and be like his buddy. Is that revealing too much? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to
2: hang out with him and be his buddy, I'll tell
0: you that. <laughs> um, well, we're, maybe we're different for you. Maybe you want to hang out <laughs> with K- Kerry Russell. Um, <laughs> no, no, I just don't want to be his buddy. I understand. I understand. Subtext. I was rolling with it.
2: Subtext. I'm subtle here. No, I, I'm just saying that he's cavalier and rakish. That's an old-fashioned word, but I think it fits in this content. He's
0: totally old-school rakish without it seeming, like, anachronistic, you know? Mm, He's totally that Mm. old-style leading man type without feeling like he's a man from another time. I don't know. It's hard to describe. He's got a really nice appeal.
2: That's something that always worked so well about Wonder Woman's origin was that she was invented, what, in the 40s, 30s, 40s? 40s. Yeah, 40s. So that kind of dynamic between the man and the woman was really shocking then. And so it was difficult, I'm sure, to update that to present day. And so that moment where she's... Watching a regular woman, a manipulative woman, interact with him. Yeah, and he's horrified. I've been there so many times and it was so nice to see them update the relationship between the two to a current day and still have it work.
0: I was horrified too. I would have been like, pick up your own damn pen. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Lazy bitch.
0: (laughs) What if your arm's fallen off? (laughs) Well, that was interesting because there was a lot of uh, scenes in the film that dealt with male female relationships and a lot of discussions mm-hmm. yeah. about that. And I thought they did a good job of keeping it not heavy handed in that men are so bad because that's so often the, the view of the Amazons, but they did a good job of keeping it where Steve Trevor would come back at Wonder Woman about how men aren't so bad, and then eventually Wonder Woman would get back at him and say, You're being like, you know, womanly. It was a very nice dynamic they had between the two of them where it wasn't like, it wasn't yeah, it was balanced. balanced on one side or another.
2: Mm. I think it's really important for a woman to take care of herself. And I loved seeing Wonder Woman being busty and leggy and at the same time incredibly powerful and strong and having absolutely no time for women who weren't willing to take care of themselves. And no time for the man who put rescuing her before defeating evil. Right. I thought it was fantastic. I thought her values were absolutely in the right place. It was a little heavy-handed at times, like teaching the little girl to play with a sword so she could beat the boy. It's like, okay. I still thought it dealt with it incredibly well and updated it
0: incredibly strongly. She could also drink them under the table.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, she's an Amazon. Right. Now I love that she was like, what did you think? You're going to get me drunk?
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm a fucking Amazon, yeah. They had a really, although she didn't say fucking, that would have been an awesome thing that she had. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> just that one time <laughs> yeah. they uh they did a really good job their relationship was really strong i thought between the two of them that was the tr- crux of the film and that was really good mm. i thought when they announced that carrie russell was gonna be the voice i thought well that's weird but she really <laughs> she really worked for some she had a nice
1: mm-hmm.
0: quality where it wasn't too girly but it wasn't too harsh she had a nice balance you know, sort of a strong mature woman as opposed to when i first thought i still think of her as felicity when they announced <laughs> yeah. that i thought oh f- weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, all the voice casting was incredibly good. I thought Alfred Molina was a great Ares. He's you know mm. he's a great actor, so he does really well with, with voices. Rosario Dawson was Artemis, which was, she was good. Terrific.
2: And, uh,
3: Oliver Platt is Hades.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs>
2: he was so cool. It's crazy. Disgusting. <laughs> child <of> the hut. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's more of a Dionysian Hades. It was good.
3: I agree with that actually. Yeah, it's he's like a very decadent Hades. Those scenes were really dark, and he, like he had Ares' son um, as, as, as his personal servant. I was like, wow, that's really sadistic. I was amazed at how far they went with that.
2: Oh, the only way that scene could have been better, when he ate the grapes, there had been like grape juice all over him, and he was slurping. <laughs> and There were no slurpy sounds. There was not a lot of grossness in the film. I thought it was very clean for how weird it was. Mm-hmm. I would have liked a little more of the corpulence and decay and dirtiness of war and corruption
0: i think at a certain point it has to remain somewhat clean well if
2: you're gonna have rape and murder all over the place all the time then why is a little bit of saliva and slurpiness wrong i don't know and blood spatter i I think if you're gonna have that kind of violence it's healthier to show blood than not to you want people to associate violence with gore and, and fear it and respect it rather than cleaning it up and making it all nice. And- I think it's important yeah.
0: to know that the rape is off-screen and in reference to not actually on the screen. That would be
2: it. Yeah, they just she just and it, she never even says you raped me. She just says you forced your son upon me like right. a curse. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is a great line. The one thing that I thought was lacking in the film, which is lacking in all these films, and that's sort of in it's not the film itself, it's more of the institution is that at 70 minutes it's really short. Yeah. 75 yeah. I understand a lot the limitations of animation and they, they keep them around 70, 70 minutes but it could have used another 20 to 30. 30 might be too much another 20 minutes of, it moves very quickly and that happens in all these films because they, they don't have a lot of time to really dwell on stuff but it moves along very quickly and almost you just want to spend some more time with the characters and it's a very plot focused medium. Why do they make them so short? because animation is expensive and the and the sh- keep it shorter to keep it less expensive and to keep them going you know it's, yeah. it's it's more expensive so they keep it around 70 minutes
3: I was listening to the the commentary and they, they mentioned that they were doing a, a PG cut for it as well so I don't know if they were going to air it on TV probably they mentioned that they were taking out speaking of the blood they were mentioning taking out the like the the channel of of blood on the floor in yes. the, mm-hmm. that one scene mm-hmm. um so they, they, you know, imply that, you know, even though the guy dies, you can't see the blood. That's their thing is they they don't want to show the blood. They can, so that's why they do things in silhouette mm. and they do it as cutaways and stuff like that. It's, I've just it's weird. i just
2: always felt that's that's dangerous to show violence without showing the result of violence.
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a step up. They used to never even show people die before. Now it's at least they're acknowledging mm-hmm. you know you watch the LGI joke but somebody's plane blows up in the background you see the parachute you know at least they're acknowledging that people died and this, this stuff but mm-hmm. really the really only negative thing i had was was the length other than that everything else was really strong and it was a really really good fun wonder woman story and this just shows they've had a lot of talk about the wonder woman live action film and the fact that it keeps starting and stopping and no one seems to be able to write a wonder woman script that anybody likes and it's out, it's possible it's out there there's stories that you can do with her it's just a matter of doing them and
2: That's what I thought, too, when I was watching this. That was my first thought. is Who says, why on earth is it so hard to write a Wonder Woman movie if they can write a cartoon like this? It was a good, strong story. I'm sure it could be adapted to make a decent film with the right kind of dialogue. And like you say, a lot more, a lot more character development and time to mourn. I mean, there was so much just sweeping things under the rug or just using... Uh, sort of iconic notions, so that they wouldn't have to explain why people feel certain ways or why they do what their motivations are, because they just didn't have the time to do that. Right?
3: Yeah. This this really, like especially the the last scene, the uh, the cheetah scene, mm-hmm. is felt like like such a tease. Like I really wanted to see more of that. Like I want to see, because they, they, they establish this really great relationship where Wonder Woman and, and Steve are, are walking in and she, you know, gives them the groceries and stuff and says, I'll see you back at your apartment. I'm going to go save the day. And they have this great animated sequence where she, you know, starts beating up uh, Cheetah. And uh, I, I want to see that. That's the, the stuff you were talking about, Connor, with right. like the, the street level right. Wonder mm. Woman instead of just the mythological stuff. And uh, it's, mm. I think it's the most beautiful-looking scene in the film, like the best animated. Yeah. Um, it's mm. really dynamic, and it's mm-hmm. just, it, I was just like, I want to see more of this. I want to see either a series or a sequel to this. Uh, I think it's great. They have like a great m- like moonlighting relationship between the two characters. <laughs> that's, that's, how I, that's how I looked at it, and, and um, I, I think they need to do more with it, even beyond just the origin story, so...
0: The animation, which you mentioned, was really strong, too, in this. I mean, it was mm-hmm. really nice-looking. The animation they chose and the way that they handled it was really strong. It was some great dynamic battle stuff. Mm-hmm. And just really, really strong. These, all these films have been really well-animated, and that's been one of the really top-notch things about it. The director is Lauren... Montgomery. Montgomery. No relation. <laughs> She's your aunt. aunt She's my aunt. <laughs> she did some work on the other films, but this is her first full-fledged directing effort, and she was really strong. So They're giving her the next one, the Green Lantern film, as well. That's a good sign
1: just a yes, really, story. really
0: good-looking movie. And mm. the thing about Wonder Woman is her comics are often maligned, and no one seems to know what to do with her in a live-action film sense. But Bruce Tim, his group seems to really know how to handle it. She was one of the best parts of the Justice League cartoon. She was one of oh, the, yeah, the, best, the best characters. She had the most character development. She was one of the stronger people in the whole cast. Of course, I didn't watch Unlimited yet, but just in the regular Justice League cartoon. She was one of my favorites, and they, mm-hmm. they handled her really well here. They have a really, really strong sense of how to deal with I like her. Overall. In a
2: team context, she's always very strong. I think in comics, too, she's stronger in a team context. She's someone that works well when she has others to bounce off of.
0: Well, here she had Steve, which was really good. If it had just been her by herself, it might have been a little mundane, but she had someone to, bounce, mm. you know, to, to banter with, and that was good, too, so it's kind of the same
3: thing. Mm-hmm. Now,
0: overall, really strong. I look forward to these movies so much when they come out. It doesn't really matter what the subject matter is or who they're about. At this mm-hmm. point, if, they, if there's a move coming out of this line of films, I'm going to buy it right away and be excited for it, no matter yeah. Oh yeah, they could announce the challenges of the unknown film, and I'd be like, "Awesome!" To get on.
3: <laughs> I'd be excited about that just in general. Yeah. Youngblood cartoon? Would you? Would you get that? Well, that's no. not DC.
0: I'm that's just the, kidding. Let's not go crazy. It's <laughs> just
2: like crazy here. Yeah.
0: But I mean, overall, I think these are really successful. I don't know about, about you guys, but I really just enjoy these films. I really enjoy these. Yeah. Animated, the short animated bursts of creativity.
2: Yeah, I, I just think if it's not going to be aimed at kids, which this clearly wasn't, they could do a longer version for the adults with more character development and more, like you say, the dynamism of the final scenes sure. was sometimes missing in the rest of it and so, if they think we can handle it, they could do that for the longer version and they just chop those pieces out for the kiddie version.
0: I think cost is a is a consideration. I don't know how much these films cost to make but I know they're not cheap and, yeah. and I know these, you know, you're talking about a direct-to-video market which isn't exactly the biggest market although apparently the first one sold like gangbusters. So, I don't know. I just if this is if this is what they have to do to get this films out and made and done and they've got like three or four supposedly in the pipeline after this, if that means a seventy minute version that is light a bit on character development but high on quality of action, then I can deal
3: with that. I, I hope this does really well. So I, I hope it does really well and and they can do more stuff like it. So maybe that, you know, budgetary concerns won't won't be such a thing. And they will be able to do longer stuff, but
0: I think anybody who should, who, who's on the fence about this one, who maybe doesn't isn't really a huge Wonder Woman fan, but was thinking about it, and I think you should at least rent it and check it out. It is exciting. It's funny. It's just high quality animation. It's, it's really top notch as to anything you are going to like. And I think anyone would like it, not even Wonder Woman fans. But just, it was just an exciting movie. They used to do
2: young Superman stuff. This feels like a young Wonder Woman. A very—it's mm-hmm. really fun because it feels like she's at the beginning of her career, and you really want to see the next film. You want to see what she does as an adult in the world. I
3: agree. This is how good this film is. It has the invisible jet, and it's still good.
2: <laughs> I know. I forgot to mention that
3: the invisible jet has the lasso, and and it's all used really well in the scripts. Like, there's great story points to all of them. They don't over-explain the jet. It just makes sense, because it's the same force field that's around the island. So,
0: hey, the jet. That's awesome. amazing. <laughs>
3: I, I know, not I know, but there, ever, there's people that yeah, don't like that stuff.
2: It. Well, it's a bit silly because there's all those jokes when you're a kid about the invisible toilet, and
0: I don't know. It's not invisible <laughs> on the inside; it's invisible on the out, Outside. It's just funny when you're a
2: kid. It's, it's, it's because they, really they don't
3: they don't explain like how it works, so they don't even talk about it. It's just yes. it's an invisible jet, and they're like, oh, cool, it works. <laughs> You totally bought yeah.
0: it. it was good <laughs> you know yeah. what's interesting about the whole collection was that there's a lot of extras in this one a lot of documentaries a lot of behind the scenes stuff and there's a lot mm-hmm. in fact weirdly enough a lot of it dealing with New Frontier movie which I guess they didn't get out in time for the that disc release but <laughs> mm-hmm. whoopsie <laughs> they go all, all out for these films they have you know there's at least four or five documentaries on this in this film you know
3: there's I think there's some like JLA episodes in here
0: yeah it's good these things are rocking success to be getting better and better with each one so that's it's a good sign. I'm looking forward to and the next one. I think Green Lantern comes out into <laughs> the summer. I think I think
3: it's the summer. I think it's like July or July. something.
0: It's into July. So right and it looks
3: like Training Day with Green Lantern and Sinestro. That's that's the vibe I'm getting from it. Yeah, really?
0: It's Around Comic Con time, and it's it's Green Lantern and Sinestro and Kilowog. So it looks like it's it's totally the origin story. Ooh. Christopher Maloney as Hal Jordan, which is an odd choice.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Who's he? What do, what else has he done? He's
3: in Law and Order SVU. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And Oz, I think of him as... And Oz, right, yeah. I think of him as killer. And, nothing else. <laughs> and,
3: and Victor Garber as Sinestro.
0: And Trisha Helfer from, from Battlestar as, as Boudica. Mm,
3: and it's Michael Madsen as Killawag.
2: Yeah. Boudica? What the hell is Boudica? Do you mean Boudica?
0: Boudica.
3: Boudica. That's,
2: or Bodicea as some pronounce there,
0: but... Yeah. There's really no way of knowing until we hear it in the movie. Damn mm-hmm.
2: mythological crap. Yeah,
0: so this is another origin story. We'll, we'll talk about that one when it comes out at the end of the year. If it comes out right during Comic-Con, I'll talk about it a few weeks after, because we'll be <laughs> uh, <but> Slightly busy. <laughs> so if you want to talk about this film, you can go to ifanboy.com. There'll be a discussion thread there for this film. And you can also send us an email at contact.ifanboy.com with your thoughts if you want to do it in private. As well as leave us a voicemail at 888-FANBOYS, which is three two six two six nine seven And, you know, check it out. This was really fun. I really enjoyed this one. and. Hopefully other people did as well. We can get some discussion going on family about it. It'll be interesting to see other people's thoughts on the film. But really, I can't imagine anybody disliking it. It was really, really good.
2: Well, don't hype it up too much. It was
0: the best okay. thing ever. <laughs> the celluloid and/or it's celluloid And or DVD and or HD
3: It was it's wonderful.
0: Worth, Wait, Paul, did, it's you worth the, a look. did you get the, the high-definition version?
3: I got the Blu-ray, yeah.
0: Does it look nice?
3: It's very pretty. Uh,
0: I hear the animation on Blu-ray looks really
3: it's 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 tricky if if it if animation is like old and like like dirty and stuff like you see all the imperfections but on the new stuff and like you know pixar stuff and stuff like this it's brand new it looks great that's cool Uh
0: well i'm connor
3: i'm paul and i'm sonia
0: she's very excited about it